0: The sports talk radio show could turn galaxies. Not in a good way, cause my dude Blake and Nicky knows what's up. Making no mistake, And the guy what it takes to run this. Not only the job, but they truly love it. Doing it for who? Only you, the fans. And it's only you who can help them. is bad. This show was taking over slowly, but surely. I hope you're keeping up my wordplay. Ain't quite I do through my journey This show was impressed To get in fact some point Keep it entertaining At the same time midpoint Just have it interesting And you know Welcome into Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, episode 26. Finally, Nikki, we're at 26, which is half a year. Happy yes, year. we've taken. Yes, we've taken a couple of shows off here and there, holidays, getting sick, blah 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 blah. My but exactly, but we're here, episode 26. Welcome everybody. Your host, Blake Plonsky, hanging with you. What's going on with me? My fabulous co-host, Nikki Watson. Woo! Adjectives today. Hey, 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 everybody! The better thing, the better thing is, I got your last name right. Oh, yep, yep. Which, which which I feel like for the first time ever since you got married. So there you go. Just becoming a little bit more normal every time. Anybody who's upset in uh, Nikki or Daniel's family that uh, that's heard that. And gotten upset, there you go. I got it right this time, finally, I, by the end of the show, I may switch it back, but I hope not. <laughs> so we 'll just run with it what 's going on, everybody? episode twenty six coming at you right now. Thanks for hanging with us as always, many ways of contact that you can contact us. you got the skype Skype in global dynasty str a lowercase Find us on Skype, join the conversation. Say whatever you want to. You want, you, want to you, you want to talk about sports, something you want to talk more about. You want to talk about something that we didn't cover. If you want life advice, I feel like I am a couch uh, psychologist. So if you want some life advice, we'll toss you on the couch and we'll kind of pick your brain a little bit. It doesn't really matter. Call in, join the show, and be a part of the show for a couple of minutes. All good with us. You can email us. BlakeGlobalDynasty at gmail.com, NickyGlobalDynasty at gmail.com, email us. Both emails will get sent to either one of us, myself or Nikki, and we will read your emails on the air. Facebook, type in the search box, uh, Global Dynasty STR, Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, it should all pop up. Actually, Global Dynasty STR might not work, I don't think. Um, So Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio in the search box, STR, facebook.com, slash GlobalDynastySTR. We'll pull up our Facebook, like us on Facebook, join the Global Dynasty nation, our family, and just uh, let's grow this thing together here. Well, now that spiel's done. All right, but the thing that I wrote down, Nikki, that I told you I wrote down before we started, I got to get this out because if I forget this, I'm going to get my nuts clipped for me, so I got to do this. Okay. All right, I've got to give my wonderful girlfriend a shout-out. Tamara, what's going on, babe? Love you. Uh, I told her I would do that last week, and when Taylor was hosting, thank you again, Taylor. We appreciate you. I got so frustrated on the intro, I screwed it up so badly, I got frustrated that I completely forgot about that. So, Tamara, what's going on? My wonderful girlfriend, what's up, babe? Love you. There we go. There, I did it. Are right. you happy now? No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's nothing like that. No, 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 oh, no, 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 I just have to play It's, double it's double nothing time. like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. All right. Let's get right into it with our news. We, got a co- we just got a few news stories for you. Nothing really that turned our crank this week. Nothing that really blew up, so to speak. We got a couple of news stories with you. We're going to, in our league coverage, we are going to go over the NFL draft and the big boxing match that is happening later on tonight, Canelo Alvarez versus Amir Khan, will give you the breakdown and our predictions for that big fight later on. Okay, let's get with it. The first story. Nobody in the soccer world expected this. Lancaster City has shocked the world and won the Premier League title. Now... Some people may say why is this important? Some people may say who in the hell is Lancaster City? I mean they this team it was a perennial bottom feeder. How in soccer other than Amer- the American League, Major League Soccer, every league has promotion and relegation, meaning that the top Three teams, or, or however many teams are in the league, each league is different. Of the second division, if you finish in the top of the second division, you get promoted to the first division. You finish in the bottom of the first division, you go down to the second division, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Lancaster, just two years ago, in 2013-2014, was playing in the English second division. They won, uh, they won the league and got promoted to uh, the Premier League, which is the first division, and they got 14th last year. Think about that. Three years ago, they were in the second division, and now they're the Premier League champions. So much so that here's a stat for you. <clears throat> Lancaster City had odds of 5,000 to 1 had odds of 5000 to 1 to win. In comparison, the American Basketball League, the National Basketball Association, the 70 the Philadelphia 76ers had 4000 to 1 odds. Why is that important? Because the 76ers had like the second worst Record In the league, it could possibly even be worse than that to be completely honest So this is a huge deal Everybody was shocked by it Everybody, if you're a true soccer fan You enjoyed watching this team play You had no thoughts that they could even come close They started out really hot and you're like, they'll fizzle out It's Lancaster City, they'll fizzle out They won the title Bookies in England are on the hook For 20 plus million dollars. It's crazy. Bravo. I will slow clap for Lancaster City. Everybody thought that they would fall apart. They held it together. And they hoisted the trophy. For maybe the only time in their entire history. For the rest of eternity. But they did it once. And that's important.
1: It is pretty incredible.
0: All right. Moving on to our second story and our last news story for the week. As I said, we don't have too much news here for you. Taylor and I, we didn't talk about this last week because we just wanted to cover the draft. Now I get to Sam Bradford. For those who don't know, the Eagles with the second pick overall in last week's NFL draft, we drafted Carson Wentz, quarterback out of North Dakota State. He's the heir apparent. He's going to be the starter eventually. He's going to be. Sam Bradford does not like that. Sam Bradford said, oh, I thought, I thought I was guaranteed the job. I thought, you know, I signed my deal. You should honor it. You know, I want to be the guy. He wants to be traded now. Nikki, do you know what I view that as? What's that? As being a coward. Pretty much because you're not not ready to stand up and prove that you're ready for that job. Exactly. Earn the job. If you think you're so good, earn the job. Stand up to Carson Wentz. So let, let me get this straight. Sam Bradford is scared of a rookie quarterback. Just because he got drafted second overall, who cares? He's still a rookie. He's a kid. And you are telling me that you're scared. You don't deserve the money. You don't deserve the job. You don't deserve to be the incumbent of the job. Chase Daniel. He's the, he's the backup that uh, Pedersen brought with him from Kansas City. Pedersen or Daniel deserves the job. If that if that's the case, if Carson Wentz is going to sit, Daniel deserves the job. Are you kidding me? I I I can't handle this. And for some reason, we're not trading Sam Bradford. We're sticking with him. I get the big cap hit. I get the dead money hit. I get it all. You can't have a cancer like that in your locker room. You can't have it. You can't have him just sitting around, you know, moping, you know, and, oh, woe is me. I want to be the quarterback. Now I'm the backup because of Carson Wentz, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's bad for morale. That's bad for the entire team. I don't get it why we can't just trade him for a bag of footballs for all I care. I I don't care. I just want him gone. I know that we're on the hook for a lot of the money, and in order to get a trade done, we're going to have to say, oh, we'll take on, you know, like nine-tenths of a contract. I know that. But you got to do something, and then it'll be on the books for one year. That's it. You get the money back. You start over. And you go with Carson Wentz because it's my personal opinion that Carson should sit at least one or two years. He should sit and learn because while he's not ready, I feel like he has the higher ceiling than number one overall pick Jared Goff. I see the higher ceiling from him. That's me. That's my opinion. I feel like if he sits, he could go on an Aaron Rodgers trajectory and he could win and be great. But Bradford, If you don't get traded, man up, play, practice. Just do your due diligence to the team you signed for. You sign the contract. And you know what? Things change. Nothing is guaranteed in sports. Not nothing. Yep.
1: That is very, very, very true. You have to deliver the product that they're paying for in order for you you to get the position and all those things. You can't just assume that just because they gave you that big money and they gave you a shot last year. Well, if you completely screwed up last year, and I don't know, I looked at the records, you weren't
0: the most amazing Oh, no, he screwed it up. You're right. He screwed it up. You know, like, You're right. You're right. then
1: shouldn't you
0: – Right.
1: do you need to look at what the Browns had to do with – can't do the job. We're going to get rid of you. That's just how it should be. Right. how sports work. Sorry.
0: You know, and, yeah, and like I said, I just – you know, it's like put on your big boy pants and just do it, okay? You know, <laughs> like, again – and if you lose the job, that just means you're not good enough. You have, you you can't be, have this delusion that you're that you're good when you're not. When you're not, I have a delusion because I was sold a bag of lies, and, and I had and I had this idea. It just doesn't work. Anyways, I don't want to talk about Sam Bradford anymore. All right, all right. Moving on, we're gonna cover the NFL draft for you. No, we're not gonna cover the entire thing. We're going to talk about, you know, important picks, obviously our team's picks, and we're only going to go through the first round because, again, going through the entire draft, we'd be sitting here for five hours, and we both don't have five hours to give today. Yeah. So,
1: no, Nobody right.
0: got time for that. Exactly. All right. The Rams taking Jared Goff first overall. Rams needed a quarterback. They had Nick Foles. Nick Foles isn't the answer. Jared Goff <laughs> should be, I mean, a he should be decent. I mean, no, no real quarterback, you know, like, jumped off the board at people. Obviously, I have a bias toward Carson Wentz. I'll openly admit that. I feel that he has a higher ceiling. But Jared Goff, under the uh, tutelage of the Los Angeles Rams, I believe I said St. Louis Rams earlier. I'm still getting used to that. Yeah, it's weird. Jared Goff should do well. What's your opinion, Nikki? I don't disagree with that at all, actually. Okay, uh, let's see here. Second overall pick, Carson Wentz. We needed a quarterback. Okay. Sam Bradford's not Sam Bradford's not it. He, I mean he. Well, we pretty much just
1: talked about it. How? Right, right. How Carson, if if he can get used to NFL speed and you know, kind of observe. Before just jumping into the Sharks, then he has the ability to really be your guy's franchise quarterback.
0: But you have to be patient
1: with him, and I think that's where you'll get the best, you know, Absolutely. out of Carson Wentz.
0: Absolutely, Ezekiel Elliott. This pick hurt me because it's the Cowboys. Everybody knows I hate the Cowboys for good reason. Oh yeah, Ezekiel Z- Elliott, best running back in the draft. I mean, you have to be blind to not see that. And he should, behind that massive offensive line, I mean, he's going to, if, if barring injury, he's going to do well. I, I mean, he he should, I should say. He should do well. I didn't want the Cowboys to get him. I wanted them to take somebody like Jalen Ramsey, who was taken number five by the Jaguars. Uh, but Elliot, Elliot's a solid pick, you know, for everybody who says that, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, and they're all just they just they just don't know what they're doing they're not football guys. They made the smart pick here. they did exactly what they should have done all right let's see here a couple of these picks uh again, we're only going through uh the ones that matter. Jalen Ramsey should help the Jaguars at uh number five, as I said should help really help on the back end Jalen ramsey uh. I was not exactly sold on him too much. I, I feel like that he can be good. It's just I'm, I need to see it. I'm not sold on him quite yet. He didn't have too many interceptions. And, as, and it depends. If he's going to play cornerback or safety is really going to be the telling sign here. He shouldn't have to play safety because they have Jonathan Cyprin, one of my favorite safeties in the NFL. Uh so he should play cornerback they should give him an opportunity for more pass deflections, interceptions and the like so he should develop well. Let's see here. Uh uh the Ravens uh offensive line obviously uh they need an offensive they need uh more help on the offensive line. Uh the Titans offensive line number 8 Jack Conklin uh, I mean, again, you got to protect your prized possession. Marcus Mariota, they didn't do too well of that last year. No-brainer. Let's see here. Scroll back up to number 12. Uh, oh, 13, Laramie Tunsil uh, for the Miami. Bears. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Laramie Tunsil was supposed to possibly be the first overall pick when the Titans had the pick a few weeks ago. Minutes before the draft, Laramie Tunsil had a video posted to his Twitter account of him smoking a bong through a gas mask. Oh, man. Many teams instantly pulled him off their board for that. They wanted nothing to do with him. And and, and he just kept falling and falling and falling. Because, again, uh, you know, the Ravens and the Titans – both took offensive linemen with their pick, and they passed on Tunsil. Tunsil has the talent. It's just you're like, oh no, you know, is he still a pothead? You know, is he trying to get better? Is he, you know, off of the stuff? You don't know. Miami took a shot at him, and I don't know. I can't. I can't say one way or the other. He if if he stays clean, he should be good. But you don't really know. He says he's clean. I don't know if I believe that. I would I I like to see the good in people, but I would rather say uh, prove it to me first before I before I give you that pass. Okay, uh, number fifteen, Corey Coleman, the Browns' first wide receiver off the board. Everybody who knows, watches the NFL knows that the Browns desperately need wide receiver help. All they had last year was Gary Barnage, the tight end and the wide receiver, Travis Benjamin. They need help. They need to give... Wait, Benjamin actually got signed somewhere else, didn't he? So actually, no. Now that I think about it, they have nobody. They have absolutely nobody. No offense to the other wide receivers, but that's just the way it is. They needed somebody like Corey Coleman. He's not very big. He's 5'11", 190 pounds, wide receiver out of Baylor. He... I. The Browns I feel like should have taken more should have taken another wide receiver or traded up for another one of the wide receivers. I don't view Corey Coleman as the best wide receiver in the draft. I view him as actually the third best in the draft. I feel like Josh Doxson out of TCU was the best. I feel like they misfired here. While Corey Coleman will be good and should develop well, I just I feel like they missed on the position. Right position, wrong player. Okay, let's see here. Down, down, down. I predicted last week on our mock draft show that the Bills would take a wide receiver. They took a defensive end, Shaq Lawson, uh, 6'3", 270-pound defensive end out of Clemson. Shaq Lawson is a bad dude. I mean, he is a beast, and he should do well in that uh, defense with Rex Ryan there. Rex Ryan knows what he's doing on defense, should help Shaq Lawson greatly and improved that pass rush that while last year, as I predicted, not to toot my own horn, but I said the Buffalo Bills would not be very good, they started out good, and they fizzled out. So, just saying, Shaq Lawson needs all the help he can get on that defensive line. Texans drafted Will Fuller, another wide receiver out of Notre Dame. I predicted last week that the Vikings would draft Will Fuller. So came close, didn't happen, but still, Will Fuller is uh, six six feet, 185 pounds. He's more of a vertical threat, not not so much a possession receiver that the Vikings needed. Vikings needed a possession receiver, so Will Fuller. You know, I just figured that the Vikings would just take whatever was available because they needed a wide receiver. I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, it's pretty pretty self explanatory. Will Fuller along with DeAndre Hopkins, should help take at least a little bit of the pressure off of D-Hop. But again, he's a rookie. Will D-backs, you know, take advantage of him? Will they give him the respect he may command or deserve? Who knows? Time will tell. 22, the Redskins. Josh Doxson. Again, the best wide receiver in the draft, according to myself and many others. 6'3", 195 pounds out of TCU. This dude is a big boy. This dude is fierce. He should do well. Uh, again, the the, the uh, uh, Redskins, excuse me, needed a wide receiver. You got Deshaun Jackson, another burner. Pierre Garçon, who's getting up there in age. I feel like his best days are behind him. Josh Doxson should help d Jackson very well and should give Kirk Cousins another weapon. Uh, Vikings, 23, Laquan Treadwell. Wide receiver, Ole Miss. 6'2, 210 pounds. Laquan Treadwell is a possession receiver, exactly the kind of guy that the Vikings needed because, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Teddy Bridgewater seems allergic to throwing the ball down the field. He just can't seem to do it. I'm sure he has the ability to do it, but he just won't. He just refuses for whatever reason. So, they need a possession receiver so he's not, you know, running, you know, 70 yard routes and whatnot, they can just, you know, throw intermediate routes for possession with uh, Stephon Diggs and Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell should d- adapt easily into that offense. Number 24, Nikki's Bengals, William Jackson III out of Houston, cornerback, 6'2", 195 pounds. Nikki, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, geez,
1: I, I actually was just like expecting you to go on a roll. You didn't seem like you were
0: in any place to stop. I uh, well you you should have assumed that at at your Bengals I was going I was going to take a break. I don't know. You you kind of have an overbearing opinion. But
1: anyways, uh, ah, uh no, I was actually pretty excited for this because we lost a, a couple really good guys in the draft. Um we did need to pick up a wide receiver, which we did later and some uh uh defensive guys, but a good shutdown corner is, you know, Good. It's hard just, to come by. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, take it where you can. And I think that it'll, you know, maybe fill in some of the gaps
0: for this year and high hopes, you know, and here's the thing. And like I predicted last week with Taylor is that, uh, is I thought that you guys would take a wide receiver. You lost, you know, Jones, uh, uh, Sanu. Muhammad Sanu, yep. uh, you know, and again, and, uh, and I may be uh, blanking here, Did the Bengals draft a wide receiver later, or... Their
1: second pick was a wide receiver. Okay, thank
0: God. I I was going to say, I was like, they can't leave A.J. Green on an island. They can't do it to him. He's too valuable. No, they they did pick up a wide receiver. Okay, Um, good. I I figured they would.
1: I just, you know, like, I do agree with the fact that a shutdown
0: corner is, is a good thing to grab when you can, so... Okay. All right. Yeah, no and Nikki basically you said it all. Uh last week on the show I uh I said uh, Houston. Uh I, I or Houston sorry, uh William Jackson the third out of Houston. There we go. I thought he was being underrated on draft boards. I thought a couple of the guys that were taken before him, Eli Apple, a guy that I really like. Um again he plays for the Giants, so actually now I hate him. But that's nor here nor there. <laughs> So I, uh, I just, you know, I thought that a couple of guys were being over, overrated as far, you know, above William Jackson third He falls to the Bengals, and he should do well, definitely. Okay, let's see here. And the last one that we will talk about is – actually, no, there's two more. There's a, one name I want to talk about after this. Paxton Lynch, number 26 to the Broncos. Memphis, quarterback, 6'7". 245 pounds this is the guy before I wanted before Wentz this is the guy that I wanted for months I love just the big just pocket passer that sits there and it's just gonna laser in the ball yes Paxton Lynch is a project hence why they have uh Sanchez and uh and uh whomever else Uh, they have one other veteran quarterback I have no idea can be a placeholder for Paxton Lynch because I don't think Paxton Lynch is going to be ready out the gate. It's kind of like a Carson Wentz situation. Paxton Lynch Lynch has the talent, excuse me. He's just not polished enough. He's just not ready. He's kind of, you know, he's huge. He kind of, he lumbers around. His passing isn't as crisp as it should be. He kind of airs the ball out a little bit. The NFL, the NFL staffs will, you know, the Broncos, will, they'll tighten that up a little bit, and they'll get it down. Paxton Lynch will be good in this league. It's just going to take time. All right, and the last one that we're going to talk about before we get into our final subject of the night. Yes, we are going like rapid fire, but, hey, that happens sometimes. All right, the number 29 pick. Now, this one surprised me heavily. Robert Candicey. Old Miss, defensive lineman, 6'4, 296 pounds. Why? We talked about this. Robert Kendici has issues, so to speak. He uh he got drunk at a bar in uh in uh in uh, Mississippi, uh fell through a plate glass window, uh he said that when he gets drafted uh, the first thing that he wants to do with his money is buy a pet panther. Uh, he, he is a character. There are character concerns. And while I would like to have Kim Deechee on my team, I do not want a guy like this on my team. I do not care about talent if your character is not up to snuff. It does not matter. You do not sacrifice character for talent. That is not. And I know that that's. Like the cardinal sin in the sports world, talent matters. Not in this situation. But talent doesn't matter over like
1: crazy attitudes and stuff like that. And if exactly. if we need to just pull out one from the record book, how about TO? Oh
0: uh, yeah, no, exactly. He's he's uh, ultimately talented.
1: I will give him that. But yeah, he is absolutely. not worth the baggage that he brings along. Chad Ochocinco, another one of those guys. Right. You know, like, they're, they're just guys that they could be, they could have all of the talent in the world, they could be the best at what
0: they do, but if it's just too much drama, it's not worth it. Right. You know, and, and here's a perfect example. Kim Dici couldn't, and with all that said, I'll give him this. He could not have went to a better team. With Bruce Arians at the helm, all of Kim Dici's stuff stops. It stops cold. Yeah. Because he grabs him and he says, Look, he says, You're an NFL player. You're going to be respectful. You're going to be a gentleman. And you're going to grow up. And that's it. And again, if anyone's going to craft the whip, Arians did. Arians would. He could not have gone to a better situation. You got Calais Campbell on that defensive line. You got Tyron Mayhew. You got veteran guys that will that will um, nurture Kandichi and pull him along and kind of you know, help him along a little bit and say, look, this is the way that you have to act. This is the way you have to be. You're, you're an adult now. This is, this is the big boy world. You know, you, this, is how, this is how it's going to be. And with that, all that said, why it's a great situation is that then the Arizona Cardinals can focus on harnessing Kandichi's massive talent and he could be the steal of the draft right here. Great pick by the Arizona Cardinals. All right, and with our final segment, as I said, we're kind of burning here, rapid fire. All right, boxing match tonight, the big fight, Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Amir Khan. Nikki, I want you to go first. Um, predictions, uh, all that. No, no, no. Predictions are last. We talk about the fight in general first.
1: Oh, okay. Overall. I didn't didn't know where you wanted me to start from this. Um, So I haven't had the uh, pleasure of seeing Amir Khan really fight in that many matches. Um, But I know that a lot of people think that he's going to be a pushover, and I don't think he is. I think he's going to actually put up a really good fight for um, Canelo and... We've talked about Alvarez many times, you know, here before, about how he is one of the best up-and-coming fighters for our generation, and how he's really starting to come into his own now as as a fighter, and not just uh, a brawler, you know, or a crazy young kid, but a real, you know, mature boxer. So this this could be a really good challenge for him, and, uh, you know, he takes this one, then he goes on to fight Triple G, which is every boxing fans wet dream right now so you know what else can be said it's going to be an amazing fight and it could go either way but you know i think that we really know where it's going to go
0: i am it almost it took every ounce of energy i had not to jump in i am one of those people that thinks Khan has no chance i i oh man i can't here's the thing that bothers me Khan. is Khan doesn't have anything that stands out. You know what I mean? Like Khan, he, okay. Yes, he has, or go ahead. I was
1: just going to say, but the problem is with a lot of people underrating him is that he is, you know, young and healthy and has a lot of energy. And that, that's going to cause a problem. I don't think that he necessarily is going to be able to take the cake or anything like that. But I think that
0: he's going to, you know, make Canelo work for it. Right, I mean, and like I said, and I don't want to make this one-sided, you know, I mean, Khan, he, uh, he's, got 19 no- he's got 19 knockouts, uh, 31 wins, so he's got a 56% KO percentage, which actually surprised me, I actually totally forgot that he had that kind of power, because Khan in the last couple of fights, I mean, it just, it's not to my remembrance, let's see here, and perfect example, Let's see here, the last couple of fights, before his last loss, so the last five, unanimous decision, unanimous, 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 and and I cannot read the last one, okay, so you see my point, so the last couple of fights he hasn't been so aggressive, and another point, Khan said earlier this week, he said, I'm not going to get into a slugfest with Saul Canelo Alvarez. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. He said, I will not go into his game and fight his way. I will fight my way. So he's going to try to outbox Canelo. I think that that's a mistake. No matter what, I feel like Khan is is going up against it. He's paddling up. Up a waterfall, so to speak. He's paddling upstream when the stream is flowing downstream. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, and and again, and anything can happen in boxing, mixed martial arts, boxing. Anything can happen. Everybody knows that. I just don't see it. I think that I think that Canelo Canelo is Canelo. I just I let's see they're here.
1: They're not in the so, same. They're not in the same realm, really. Canelo Alvarez right. is, is a higher-grade boxer, so to speak. Right. And the only thing that I'm really trying to, to point out is that um, a lot of people that are skeptical about this fight and stuff think that, you know, Amir Khan is just going to get laid out on his ass in the first round. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that he has enough, you know, like, in him that he's going to you know, drag this out for a while and... I that's that's the main point, is I don't think that people are expecting that. And I do expect that, and I wanna give him credit where credit is due. Do I think that he's gonna beat Canelo? Hell no. You know, he's he's gonna get his ass whooped. I'm sorry, that's how it is, and I can guarantee ninety nine point nine percent, you know, that Alvarez is gonna walk away with the win and we're gonna get that dream match that we all want. Amen. So, I mean there's that, but I I'm just trying to give credit where credit is due and where I feel like a lot of people are not looking at right now.
0: Right. I, I, you know, and like I said, and in saying that let's go with our predictions, do you want to go first or should I go first? You go first. You had me. You
1: had me All review right.
0: Review it. Okay. All right. I was thinking about this yesterday and driving back with my father uh, from my sister's college graduation. My sister graduated college. Way to go. Woohoo! Now, in saying that, I, I was talking about this fight specifically. And I was waffling between around. Canelo's going to knock him out. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when. And with Khan stating he's not going to get into a slugfest, I feel like it won't be as quick as some people think. And in saying that... It won't go all 12, though. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, God, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think that Khan is going to try and stay away from him. You know, kind of like, you know, dance around the ring a little bit. So it's going to take a little bit longer. I'm going to say Canelo knocks out Khan ninth round.
1: Wow, that's... That's way more gracious than I was gonna give it, so I was gonna say he knocks him out in the uh
0: in the sixth, okay, I was thinking that early <clears throat> that's that's the one that just and know i
1: I just don't feel like I can justify I think he'll make it halfway right. I don't know if he's gonna be able to push it past that, and I've been trying to give him credit, so
0: right right. And like I said, and we don't want to see that the, we don't want this show to be seen as like a as a Golovkin Alvarez just like you know love fest or anything. But you know we we analyze this all and you know and we give you our thoughts on it. I mean, again, people need to realize that we take con or go ahead. You know,
1: people need to realize that these those two guys they're like you know the Ali and the the foreman of our. Of our time, you know, they are the greatest boxers of our time right now. And that's why it's really hard to, to you know, <clears throat> speak against them when these guys are on the run that they're on. I mean, Canelo Alvarez has w- lost one match in his entire career. Gennady Lovekin has never lost in his life. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um,. I mean, in fact, his last match was five minutes long, and it was his 22nd knockout in a row. So it's not, like, necessarily that it's just a love fest. It's that this is the solid fact when it comes to the boxing world. These are the guys that are there to beat, and they are the ones that are dominating the game. And to vote against them is kind of stupid. Yeah, exactly. It's like betting on Lancaster.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah it's just like uh well actually it's n- it's actually the complete opposite of that Well, I because mean, like, betting
1: it, like betting on Amir Khan to win and then him actually winning would be like putting money on freaking Lancaster to win
0: that's what I was fair, fair 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 enough all right so well that's really all we got for you this week I mean this show's going to be shorter than normal so but that's really all we got I uh we just really kinda wanted to burn this one out. It's uh it's gonna be up a day later than uh, than I wanted it to be, but hey, life happens. But we wanted to get this show out for all you guys, the fans. Please. As I'm always. You. Of course, absolutely we care about you or else we wouldn't do this. All right. Ending notes, as always, you can call in, Skype Skype in, uh, Global Dynasty S T R all lowercase. Email us. Blake Global at Gmail dot com. at gmail dot Uh, like us on, like us on Facebook, facebook.com. That's Global Dynasty STR on Facebook. Go into the search box, type Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. Like us on the Facebook. Start the conversation, join the conversation for all of our announcements, show news, episodes, everything. Yes. I'm still working on getting the backlog up. We'll get there at some point. Got a lot to do, everybody. Life happens. Life is hard, and things get in the way and stuff and junk, you know. Absolutely. We don't get paid and to do this. We love to do it. Absolutely. You know what? If we get paid to do it at some point, that would be nice. That would be the dream. We got paid, to but do it, hey. then a
1: lot more stuff would happen for you guys a lot quicker. I'll just be honest with that. If if this was something that we could do full time, I know that we could, you know. Do 110% more than we could right now, just because of Absolutely. a lot of different
0: things. And just for the record, just in case if this gets to who may listen to it, I have to say that no, what I told you yesterday was the truth. It is nonprofit. There is no profit coming from this whatsoever. I need to make that clear. Oh, yeah, this
1: is completely, you know, just voluntarily because we want <clears throat> delivering the news in the most honest and real way we can, like you're just hanging out with a couple of you know
0: buddies talking to all right shit. all right. The reason why I mentioned that that I had to just make that clear we got brand new outro music for you this week, and that's what I wanted to promote a relatively new rap group, very underground, very independent. One of my favorite rap groups out there. Yes, we've got a rap song in the beginning and a rap song now at the end. We're just switching everything up. Going from rock to rap to and you, country. And you thought to, you knew us. You yeah, to country. To, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brand new rap song. I, I made sure to get these guys' blessing first. They, they get, said absolutely. They said use our song. They appreciate the support. And absolutely, these guys are great. So... Uh let's see here. Uh MPC three, a Northern Minnesota rap group, born and raised Minnesota. Here we go. NPC three long road for Nikki Watson. I'm Blake Plotsky and we will see you next next week's week's week for, for episode to, to twenty twenty-seven of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. And we are out. peace! peace. Take it away, MPC three. That comes in my way got to do the metal Cause I'm strapped for time Gotta keep my wings from slipping sideways That's how life goes Upon the open road Give me the keys, I'm back in my seat Turn up the heat, get the bump in the beat i speed when I don't see police Keeping the screen cause they be on the creep Street to street we pass it by Moving along in overdrive Spitting freestyles to pass the time Losing my mind the longer buy, the ride Can't put them the to give it the best No closing my eyes, gotta give it my best Stay in the lines and try not to
1: wreck Straining my neck on this difficult track I gotta stay focused though Fly, never been coasting
0: slow Grind steady on overload Find us up on that open road Driving all alone up on the highway Open opportunity don't pass me by Try to stay awake up in the right lane Dozing, trying to keep it open I own everything that comes in my way Pedal to the metal cause I'm strapped for time Gotta keep my wit from slipping sideways That's how life goes upon the earth.